Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. Welcome to Business Story of the Week. Today, we are getting ready to be inspired by a true force of entrepreneurship. Our guest today is Brian Will. He's a remarkable serial entrepreneur who has defied the odds and created not one, but six incredibly successful companies across diverse industries. From starting his first business at the age of 20, to pioneering online ventures during the dot-com boom. Brian's journey is nothing short of extraordinary. With strategic sales expertise and a deep understanding of business dynamics, he's achieved monumental exits and has consulted for some of the world's most renowned companies. Today, while managing a flourishing chain of restaurants, Brian continues to push the boundaries and pursue his passion for adventure. Join us as we dive into the wisdom and lessons learned from this dynamic entrepreneur and world traveler. Get ready for an exhilarating conversation filled with insights that will ignite your entrepreneurial spirit. Brian, welcome to the show. Shaheen, thank you for that. I hope I can live up to that, man. That was awesome. You make me sound good. Well, you are, and you know, we were talking about this. You're one of those guys that I think comes to life prepared. You're you're not messing around. Well, you know, uh, Diana, who worked for you, has booked me on a lot of different podcasts over the past several months. And so I've gotten a little bit of practice on being prepared. So your team is helping. I love that. I love that. So the question I ask everybody is most, well, I'll, I'll preface it with this. Most entrepreneurs have a single event that's etched into their memory, that that event was the turning point for them the change that ignited their their journey. Like they could have gone in one of multiple directions, but it was what led them to success. What was that for you? So it was when we had started an internet marketing company and we already had an insurance company and we both were based here in Atlanta. The insurance company was rolling along. We were doing well. My friend came to me and said, hey man, I want to start this internet marketing company. I've done this before. We can really make a lot of money. I said, great. So he says, I'll throw a half a million dollars in. We start building it, or he does. Nine months later, my CPA walks into my office and says, Brian, you got to shut the internet company down. And I said, why? He said, they've been in business for nine months. They've blown the entire $500,000. They're out of money, and they've generated zero revenue. The thing's going to bankrupt you, and you owe all that money back, by the way. And I was freaking out, man. I went home. I told my wife this. I'm like, holy crap, I owe a half a million dollars. We don't have a half a million dollars. I need out of this thing. What, what the hell am I going to do? The next morning, my partner in that company walks in, sits down in my office, sits across from me and says, we're going to invest another $67,000. We got to buy some more servers. I'm like, why servers? What the hell are we buying servers for? We haven't done any business. I'm like, Steve, we got to shut this thing down. He goes, no, no, Brian, this is going to work. I said, Steve, it's not working. He said, it's going to work. I promise. I said, Steve, you've done zero revenue. This is not going to work. And he looked across the table at me. And mind you, this is a guy who had already made like $20 million. And I'm over here banging it out, trying to make a hundred grand. He said, I'm going to make you a deal. I will let you walk away from this deal right now. You give me my equity back. You owe me nothing. We walk away as friends. He said, the money's not worth our friendship, but I need a decision right now. 
And I looked at him for like two minutes and ping pong ball and my head's bouncing back and forth. And finally I said, all right, Steve, if I'm going down, I'm going down with you. I'm in. And he said, all right, I don't ever want to hear that again. 18 months later, we sold the company for $80 million. And I was this close to saying I'm out. But I decided at that point, I was going to trust his expertise, his experience, his knowledge instead of my own, because he had already been there and done that. And I hadn't, and that's called getting a coach or a mentor, by the way. And so I trusted him instead of me. And it changed my whole life. Everything I have today, my children, my future generations, generational wealth was from that one decision to say I'm in. I have a tattoo, by the way, it says I'm in. It reminds me of that. It says you're in. Oh, amazing. Yep. So it sounds to me like you were two feet away from gold. And the difference with you is you decided to take that, that risk, that step forward, and it paid. That's where, the, that was the moment. And, you know, you always go back and connect the dots. That's the moment where I decided to stop taking my own damn advice, listen to somebody who was more successful, and let them help me, which is what we do today in our coaching programs is listen to somebody who's been there and done that. Quit taking your own advice if you haven't been successful at what you're doing. That was the moment I learned it, and it changed my whole life. Yeah, that's so interesting because I talk to entrepreneurs every day, not just on our show, Business Story of the Week, but throughout business. And one of the things that I've I've realized about entrepreneurs, um, especially uh, leaders, right, like A players, leaders like us, is we always have a tendency to work in a vacuum, like we mm -hmm. gravitate towards that. And it's it's the death of us, isn't it? It's the ego that every entrepreneur has. It's why they become entrepreneurs. But it's also the reason why a lot of them fail. They can't get over their own personal ego, thinking that they have to know everything. They have to answer every question. They have to be everything to everybody. And that is not how you succeed. If you're going to succeed, you need to do what you're good at and backfill where you're weak with people who are better at it than you are. And a lot of entrepreneurs never get there. I love that. I love that. All right. So speaking about that, You've experienced incredible successes. I mean, $80 million. That's insane, right? And you must have also experienced some significant failures in your journey. How have these experiences shaped your resilience and determination to keep moving forward? And what advice do you have for others who are now facing adversity, adversity in their businesses and their personal lives? And they're looking at you going, man, you've got millions, you're balling, you got the chain of restaurants and the fancy cars and the, you know, great houses and your life is great, mm -hmm. but I'm struggling. How do mm -hmm. I make it? Let me tell you something. I failed out of high school when I was 16 years old. I managed to graduate with a 1.2 GPA, got kicked out of the house, came from a very abusive home, joined the military, was active duty for a year because I had no place else to go, got out, tried to get jobs, couldn't, failed, 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 got fired as a waiter. I worked a 12-hour shift and I owed the restaurant $6. I mean, that's how bad of a waiter I was. That's, I don't even know how you do that. I own restaurants today. I don't know how that's possible, but I did. And the owner said, by the way, I don't think this is the right career for you. Yeah. My first business I launched was landscaping. We built it up over eight years into seven franchises. And then I lost everything. And wow. these lessons I learned in that failure have carried me all the way to today. And the two biggest lessons I learned, number one, I was uh, way over my head. I was living above my lifestyle. I had no cash to back myself up. 
I kept borrowing more and more money because the business was doing better and better. And so I thought I could just keep cranking my lifestyle up. And that's a huge mistake for entrepreneurs. You never build your lifestyle up past a point that you can get hurt. There's also a discussion there. So no cash backup, too far in debt. When the company collapsed, I lost everything. I couldn't pay my bills. I had to sell my house, my rental house, my cars, my motorcycles. I sold everything I had. And I had $5,000 left, a new baby, a wife, and I had to start my life over again. So number one, don't get yourself so deep in debt. Don't live above your lifestyle. And the reason that company failed was because 80% of my business was with one contractor. One wow. contractor was 80% of my business. And when they fired me, all my overhead didn't stop. All my employee payrolls didn't stop. All my bills, all the debts on the trucks and the equipment didn't stop. And I couldn't pay it anymore because I was in debt to one person. They, they, they controlled my life. So that happened. The company collapses. I lost my money. I lost everything I've had. And let me tell you something. I will never, ever make those two mistakes again. So diversify. Diversify your, your client base and don't live above your lifestyle. We call it building lifestyle blocks, right? Build a lifestyle block, get your income to the point where you can't be hurt. Then you can move your lifestyle up, build your income back up. Then you can move your, in, your lifestyle up. We do these in blocks and we always secure ourselves on the back end by making sure we can't get hurt. We have enough money, we have enough cash, we have enough income outside of our primary business that our lifestyle can't be taken away. Yeah, that's amazing. For people who are not entrepreneurs, I think, Part of the issue is they see it as a zero-sum game. And they'll look at a guy like you and they'll be like, man, this guy's got best-selling book on Amazon. He's living this really nice lifestyle. He's comfortable. He doesn't have to worry about anything. Um, he must have hit it big. What they see is the result of your successes. What they don't see is all the times that you failed. And they think it's like a roulette wheel, like you threw you threw the little ball and it landed on your color. But from what I understand, that's not the case. The case is you failed probably more times than you succeeded, but it's just the, the level of your successes by far overwhelms all those small failures. So we call this the 20-year overnight success, right? Remember that story I told you about saying I'm in, that was 20 years into my career. That wasn't day one. There were 20 years where I was banging it out, struggling, not paying the bills, couldn't feed my kids. And my, when I lost that landscaping company, they had repossessed my car on Christmas Eve and turned my lights out on New Year's Eve. And I had a child that had to have open heart surgery and couldn't afford my health insurance payment of 130 bucks. So let me tell you something. That's, that doesn't come overnight. That's 20 years of learning and struggling and fighting. But I've always said, if you're going to win the game, you got to be in the game. And I've been in the, I was in the game for 20 years, learning from every single failure until we got to that point where it hit. I have a whole story about the hundred lessons from failure to success. Uh, yeah. If we ever have time to talk about that, but essentially anybody can succeed if they're willing to learn all the things they need to learn in order to be successful, whatever is there, what they want to be successful at. And you might have 20 lessons to learn or 50, but too many people get in and they quit because they fail, 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 not realizing that they had maybe five or six more things to learn. And it was going to be that quick. That decision I made with Steve, we had zero revenue. And when I said, finally, I'm in, the next month we hit it and generated $6 million of revenue in that company. And then it jumped to 13 and 30 and 60, right? I couldn't see that when I said, I'm in. All I knew was we were losing money. What I didn't realize was how close we were because we had 
we'd learned and learned and learned and learned and learned and learned, and we were on the, the cusp. And I agree, I can't even imagine my life. It scares me to death sometimes to think about if I had gotten out. We had our CPA, by the way, he quit. He had a 7% stake, he quit. Oh, cost, him five, cost him $5 million. Wow. He owns, a blind, he owns a little blind company today, driving his truck around hanging blinds. <laughs> yeah, it's extraordinary how that works in entrepreneurship. I mean, I've had that experience too. And it almost feels like you're climbing and you're moments away from the peak, but the fog is so dense that yep. you can't see that you just got to do a few more nice grips and you'll be there on the summit. But most people turn back. Most it's funny. People- it's funny. I'm a pilot, right? So I was flying from my place at the beach up here yesterday and it's, I'm flying through clouds, right? We call this IMC. Uh, I'm flying through yeah. clouds. And it's funny when you go into a cloud, you have no idea when you're coming out of the cloud. You yeah. can't see anything around you. You can see your wings, but you just, all of a sudden, you're out of the cloud. And you had no idea how big the cloud was. It could have gone on for an hour. It could have gone on for two seconds. You just have no idea. It's the same thing you just said. You have no idea, but you could be this close. Amazing. So never quit. Don't quit. You might, let me tell you something. Remember those lessons that said you got to learn? Yeah. There is a way to, there is a way to skip them. You can skip a lot of failures, skip a lot of lessons and accelerate your business. And it's by hiring a coach, get a business coach who's done that, been there, can tell you what not to do, can tell you what to do, and they can help you accelerate that process. And that's what I did with Steve when I said, fine, I give. You're making the decisions on this. Let's go. Yeah, that's amazing. So on that note, you have a coaching and mastermind group that aims to help entrepreneurs avoid common pitfalls and increase their chances of success. Let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of the key mindset shifts or strategies that you encourage your clients uh, to adopt in order to overcome challenges to achieve their goals? So ours is called the force multiplier mastermind. And a force multiplier is where you take people or tools and you use them to amplify the output of your business without increasing the workload of the owner, right? Force multipliers. It's, it's a military term. It's a law enforcement term. It's like using a sledgehammer to go through a door as opposed to your hands. Sledgehammer is a force multiplier. Well, in our mastermind, we focus on tactical business strategy. We focus on building high-performance sales teams because a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with building high-performance sales teams. We focus on profitable growth. And then the other thing that I specialize in is what we call a historical P&L analysis identifying the core metrics within your business to predict the future of your business based on its history and the decisions you've made in the past. And reverse, reverse engineering a business and looking at your historical P&L and that P&L analysis is magic to tell you where your business is going to go. So those are the things we focus on in our, in our mastermind. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. So I know you have your book, The Dropout Millionaire, which is amazing and on fire on Amazon. I've never seen so many positive reviews for a book uh, and they're genuine and organic, which is unbelievable. You know, I'm an Amazon guy. So we look at those and I can call BS when I see it, but those are, it, it must be a book that's impacting people. How else can people engage and connect with you? People are looking at this going, uh, you know, I, and I tell people this, if you're going to learn, if you're going to go work out, don't get a fat, sorry, but don't get a fat uh, trainer. Please don't. And if you're going to be getting a money coach, 
Like, don't get a dude that's broke. Like I always, any of the dudes that handle any of my assets, my, you know, philanthropic work, anything that I do when I talk to those guys, I want to see how well they've done. Like, how are you doing with your money? And if, if yep. you're broke or near broke, you're not touching my money. So exactly. if you're going to get a success coach, I want that dude to be five times, 10 times my level of success. Because otherwise, you're not, you're not going to move past that. And there's a lot of fake gurus out there and a lot of guys that are, you know, TikTok, you know, magicians, and they know how to give the good sound bites, but they're not the real business guy. You're the real guy. You roll up your sleeves and you get, you get dirty with it until you achieve the result and you've done it over and over consistently and successfully. So I commend you for that. If people want to, can people hire you? Can they, can they engage with you? How do people sure. get a hold of you? So a couple things here. First thing is you need to vet anybody you're going to uh, let coach you. That's the first thing. Anybody can get a $49 certificate to be a coach online. So vet the person, make sure they've done their, done what you want to do, been there, done that, right? Second thing you need to understand is if you're in an industry, you don't necessarily need somebody in that industry to help you with your business. You, you sell solar panels, you don't need a solar panel guy, you need a business guy. You sell insurance, you don't need an insurance guy, you need a business guy. So these are the first two things. And also remember this, a lot of people struggle with coaching. Tom Brady had a quarterback coach. Peyton Manning had a quarterback coach. Tiger Woods had a swing coach, right? If the best in the business need a coach, so do you. Now, from our perspective, I have a website. Uh, it's www.brianwillmedia.com. And all my podcasts are on there. My blogs are on there. My three books are on there. We have the new one coming out uh, next week, uh, which is called The Psychology of Sales and Negotiation. My force multiplier mastermind information, the one-on-one -on -one coaching, pretty much everything there is to know about me and what I do is, is on the website. Okay, so it's Brian Will, no S at the end, guys. Brian, W-I-L-L.com, is that okay. right? No, Brian okay. Will Media. Brian Will Media, okay. So yep. Brian, W-I-L-L, media.com. Yep. Amazing. And we'll include links on in the show notes below. Uh, Brian, how would you like to close us out? What gold nugget can you leave our audience with? Uh, Apple Computer is run by a guy named Tim Cook. You know who Tim Cook is? Of course, yeah. Got to be a smart guy, right? One of the biggest companies in the country, or in the world, actually. One of the most profitable companies in the world. He has a business coach. If Tim Cook needs a business coach, what makes you think you don't? Mm. I love it. I love it. So like, uh, you ever see the uh, TV show Billions with uh, Daniel Lewis, Axe Capital? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. And, you know, he brought in his own coach. He brought in Wendy Rhodes, the psychologist who's supposed to be a psychologist, but really is a is a performance coach. And she was the one in all the episodes that kept him out of trouble. So I, I love that show. And that reminds me of what you're saying. So thank you so much for, for being on and sharing your business story of the week. Uh, we'll look forward to, can we have you on again? Because I want to learn those hundred secrets that you were telling us about. So would you be willing to be on the show again? And we can do maybe a longer format interview and, and hear about all of your hacks and tricks and success formulas. Jaheen, anytime you need me, I'm at your disposal. I appreciate it. All right. Amazing. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, Shaheen. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, 
but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.